welcome to Curdled Ink, one woman's tirade against poor writing and problematic romance. My name is Lee, and this is episode 17, chapter 17 of Fifty Shades of Grey. As usual, content warnings will be in the episode description, and you know, if I missed any, let me know. I'll go at them. So chapter 17 begins, Anna wakes up and Christian is still asleep, so she, of course, takes the opportunity to touch him. She starts, like, rubbing his back, which he does not want her doing, remember. He does not like to be touched pretty much anywhere on his torso, it seems like. So she does it while he's asleep, which is not ideal because you know he doesn't like it. You know he doesn't want you to do it, so you can't just get around his consent by doing it in his sleep. Like, just don't do it. He's told you not to several times. Like, respecting boundaries and respecting consent absolutely goes both ways. So he wakes up, he leaves, blah, blah, blah. He has to go to work. And afterwards, Anna writes an email to Christian and describes the spanking that he gave her the previous night as assault, which, um, yikes. Okay, like, kinksters say all the time, like, there is a very distinct difference between a kink beating and, like, an assault beating, like, you know, getting beat up against your consent, against your will, versus consensually getting beat up in a kink scene. And just the fact that she's not seeing that difference, and she is not, like, she is using the word assault to describe getting spanked by her dom, just is, is such a perfect little encapsulation of like everything that's gone wrong so far that like Christian has not done enough to meet her where she's at and like work through her feelings with her um and work through her the kink shame that was you know messaged into her her whole life the way that it's messaged into all of us our whole lives most of us anyway I don't know and that like she's still not in a place where she is conceptualizing kink as a positive, as something she likes, as something she wants. Like, it's just, it's just a bad sign. And does Christian take heed of it? Does Christian take that as a sign to, like, slow down and talk some things through with her and make sure that she's in the right mindset? No, of course not. We'll get to that in a moment. She does, like, kind of try to explain her feelings that she's, like, confused and guilty about being aroused by being spanked, which, like, yeah, if you're still thinking of it as violence, if you're thinking of it as assault, yeah, that would be pretty fucking confusing if you're also like, wait, but it also turned me on. What's going on here? And again, that's on Christian for not introducing her to kink properly at all. Yeah, so let's get into his response. (laughs) Page 293, he emails her back and says... Do you really feel like this or do you think you ought to feel like this? Two very different things, which, yeah, in a way he's right. Like, we all have a lot of societal messaging that we've internalized so far that it's hard for us to disentangle. Like, what do we actually feel? What do we actually think? And what are we just being told that we should feel or that we should think? So that's a small point in Christian's favor. (laughs) That's a good thing to bring up. However, it kind of gets buried in the rest of his response in this email exchange. He goes on to say, if that is how you feel, do you think you could just try to embrace these feelings? Deal with them for me. That's what a submissive would do. My man, no. 
everything that you just said is wrong. Every word in that sentence is wrong. Once again, <laughs> this is another perfect example of him just trampling right over her feelings and going, well, those feelings are inconvenient for me and my dick, so can you just, like, make them go away for me, please? Which, first of all, no, she can't. That's not how feelings work. Second of all, that's not the way a good dom would respond. I'm just gonna throw that out there. If you as a dom are truly trying to take on this brand new, completely like sheltered, you know, thought she was vanilla type of sub, one of the most important things that you can do as you take her through these kinks and introduce her to all of these kinks and these scenes and these protocols and these everything is to help her deal with her emotions. And no kink is not therapy, and no, you should not be your therapist to your partner, but you can be a sympathetic ear when they express guilt, when they express confusion, when they express reservations, all of the, like, anxieties, all of these things that Anna is expressing, and Christian is just going, well, I don't like that, so just fucking deal with it. Just don't make me think about it anymore. No, you need to listen to that, and you need to, first of all, take that into account when you are planning out kinky things that you're doing together in future, and if you need to slow down, if you need to stick to a few very beginner kinks that this person is actually comfortable with for a while, you need to fucking do that. And and also, you can very much, like, know you're not a therapist, know you're not a professional, but you are a much more experienced kinkster, and that kind of gives you some authority that um, I'm gonna get to in a moment how I, I see Christian abusing this authority, but um, a better use for that authority would be to, to say, hey, I understand that you're feeling this way. Like, I get it. We were raised in a very kink-negative, sex-negative society. Like, it makes sense that you were raised to feel this way and to think this way. And also, like, here's all the things that kink has done for me that is positive. Here's what I get out of kink that is positive. Like, especially as someone who has been on the S side of the slash, like Christian has, you know, this would be a great opportunity to say, hey, this is how I feel when I got spanked. This is how I felt when I was being submissive. And these are the positive things that it did for me. And also, like, yeah, it's perfectly natural to get turned on being spanked because, like, that's what this whole thing is about. It's about adult playtime. It's about sexy fun. It's about getting turned on. Or even, like, even just listening to those feelings and saying, hey, that's really valid and I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, even if you don't want to say more than that or you're not comfortable saying more than that, like, making the person feel listened to and validated is so fucking important and can go such a long way towards them feeling safe enough to try to start to explore these things more. Even if they are a little anxious, even if they are feel still feeling a little bit confused, confused about it. Like, it can, it can help them relax into it a lot more. And Christian is doing none of that. He's not taking on any of that emotional labor that is absolutely fucking necessary in any relationship, maybe especially a kinky relationship. He just wants his sub to be obedient and ready to be spanked whenever he wants. And he doesn't want to deal with any of the walking through those emotions to get there. 
Meanwhile, however, speaking of abusing authority, his very next paragraph in the email is, I am grateful for your inexperience. I value it, and I'm only beginning to understand what it means. Simply put, it means that you are mine in every way. Yikes! Big yikes! Big yikes in neon flashing letters. Yikes! Anyone who has any experience with kink, I hope you understand why this is such a yikes. I value your inexperience. That right there, that is a sign to run the other way as fast and as far as you possibly can. I am not saying that experienced kinksters should never play or be in relationships with inexperienced kinksters. If your partner finds your experience to be a positive, that is a red flag that what they want is to manipulate you and groom you to think that a healthy, quote-unquote, healthy kink dynamic looks like whatever they want it to look like. That they like that you're a blank slate, that you don't know what you're getting into, that they can just mold you into whatever kind of partner they want. In Christian's case, that includes skimming over things like consent, things like boundaries, things like the submissive's agency, things like Anna's fucking feelings. Like, <laughs> and then he gives himself away further in that last sentence, it means you are mine completely. Like, yeah, exactly what I was just fucking saying. It means that she doesn't know any better. It means that she doesn't know anything except what he teaches her because that's how he's setting this up that he is her primary resource for all things kink that she is not going to realize that she deserves better and go run off to a better dom who actually knows what the fuck he's doing like it means that she is his to manipulate and abuse however the fuck he wants to take advantage of her ignorance and her innocence and her just like the fact that this is this whole wide new world that she never even knew existed and so he's just gonna take her hand and say follow me I can show you the way through it and she doesn't fucking know that he is leading her straight into danger so yeah Hey, inexperienced kinksters, and this goes for doms and subs and switches, everyone, I don't care what your position is. If, if your partner says, I value your inexperience, I value that it makes you mine unconditionally, completely, run the other way immediately. Just leave. Just fucking leave. It's- that's such a red flag. Oh my god. So then the email exchange continues. They kind of banter back and forth a little bit and joke about Christian stalking Anna, which honestly is not great considering that he has actually literally IRL stalked her. And it- I just- it makes me super uncomfortable that they're just dismissing it and writing it off as like a joke of like, oh, you, he's such just stalker. Meh. That tells me that Anna has no idea how fucking dangerous and sinister that is, that he has literally done it to her before, and abso-fucking-lutely has the resources to do it again whenever he wants to, um, and that she is not taking that seriously is incredibly dangerous for her. It makes me very, very worried. 
Oh, yeah. So he also later in the email chain basically says, well, it was your choice to get spanked. Like, I told you I was going to spank you and you didn't safe word. You didn't walk away. You didn't do anything. So that was your choice. So you shouldn't be upset about it. Bro, you know damn good and well that's not how emotions work. Also, it's... Again, he's just totally dismissing her emotions. He's like, I don't like those feelings. You're you're a grown adult. I don't have to, like, I don't have to deal with your feelings. Like, putting aside any kink element in this relationship, like, that's just not how dealing with your partner's emotions should work, just in general. Like, even if this was a completely traditional vanilla relationship, like, if your partner is having complicated emotions about an aspect of your relationship, what you need to be doing is sitting down with them and saying, okay, like, I, I, validating those emotions, first of all, and then if they're up for it, maybe trying to identify where those feelings are coming from and maybe saying, you know, hey, is this something you can work on with your therapist? Is this something we can talk about together? Like, what can I do to help you, to help support you while you're feeling these things? If they're up for any of that, like, problem-solving type of thing. Because sometimes they're not. Sometimes they just need a listening ear to be like, hey, yeah, that sounds like a lot. It sounds like you're feeling a lot of really complicated feelings and I'm just going to be here for you to listen and we can take things as slow as you need to feel comfortable with these feelings as you work through them. Like sometimes that's all they need. And and Christian is doing none of that because he just wants to hurry up and get to his, you know, perfect fantasy kink relationship that he has in his head. Put a pin in that. I'm going to talk about that more in a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean right about the fuck now. So Anna is thinking that she just wants Christian, not all his baggage, meaning, you know, his kinks and stuff. Sweetheart, no. That's, again, that's not how relationships work. Like, laying aside any any kink element of this relationship, if you get into a relationship with someone, whether that's making friends with them or being romantically involved or just fucking being friends with benefits, being fuck buddies, whatever, you sign up for the whole person. You don't get to pick and choose what aspects you are of that person you are friends with or what aspects of that person you are dating. You cannot just ask someone to leave entire parts of themselves at the door every time you two get together. That's not fair. That's not fair to them. That's wasting their time and their emotional investment. And it's wasting your time because clearly you don't actually want to be with this person in front of you. You want to be with someone who kind of resembles parts of this person, right? It's just a huge waste of both of your time and energy, first of all. And second of all, just between what she's saying about only wanting Christian and not his baggage and what he's saying about like these inconvenient like conflicted emotions that you're having. I don't want them. I just want the perfect little sub. Like it made me kind of stop as I was reading this chapter and realize like these two people are so fundamentally incompatible. It's it's incredible to me that they can't see that. Like they are both just in love with these made up fantasy versions of each other that they have in their head. Anna wants Christian to be this like charming, handsome, 
you know, romantic hero type. And he's actually this incredibly traumatized, emotionally stunted, you know, asshole stalker who also happens to be kinky. And that's, you know, kind of the least of her worries. But she's also really not sure she wants the kink stuff either. And meanwhile, Christian wants this, like, perfect you know, demure, obedient little submissive, and Anna is completely inexperienced and does not have the skill set to be a submissive, first of all, because yes, being a submissive is more than just sitting there and getting beat up. It is a skill set. I could make a whole, like, I don't know, Patreon video or something about that at some point. If people are interested, let me know. I have some thoughts about it. She doesn't have the skills to be a submissive. She doesn't even have the desire to be a submissive you know, not in that style. If anything, it seems like she's leaning towards being a brat. See all of my previous ranting about that particular headcanon of mine. But maybe she doesn't even want to be kinky. Maybe she just wants the vanilla stuff. And, and that's not the version of her that Christian wants. The real version of her is not the person that Christian wants to date. And the real version of him is not the person that Anna wants to date. And they've just... Like, they're just dating at each other or past each other at this point. Like, no wonder they're constantly fighting. No wonder Anna's constantly on edge and doesn't know what to do. Like, they just, they just need to walk away right now. They're so, like, there is, there's so little keeping them together. Like, I don't understand. Especially Christian. Like, he's had several relationships that ran their course and ended. So... Like, I, I understand Anna clinging to this a little bit because, yeah, I remember my first serious relationship and how I stuck around a lot fucking longer than I should have, even when things were getting really toxic, just because I was clinging to this idea that was like, oh my god, this is my first serious relationship, and like, remembering when it was first starting out and everything was really good, and I, I didn't want to lose that, you know? And I can see Anna feeling the same way, and then you add in her fucking crypt self-esteem issues and her feeling like she is never gonna find anyone else who's interested in her ever, which, by the way, is not true. There are other dudes out there who are gonna treat you so much more right than this douchebag. But Christian, like, bro, you know, like, you have more than enough experience to understand what you want out of a submissive and out of a partner and out of a relationship. Why are you sticking around with her? Oh, right, because she's, like, the perfect fucking abuse victim and that's what you want out of this. Glad we sorted that out. So fast forward to her next shift at work. During her lunch break, he has a Blackberry. You know, remember the fucking Blackberries? Those phones <laughs> that were like the epitome of smartphones before iPhone was a thing? So he has a Blackberry delivered to her at her job. He emails her on it saying, this is because I need to be in contact with you at all times or something like that. I don't remember the exact phrasing. I need to get in con contact with you at any time whenever I want to. Which which is another huge, huge red flag for abuse, for manipulation. He feels entitled to have access to her at all times. He says he needs it. He needs access to her at all times. No discussion, no asking, no nothing. Just, I need to get in contact with you whenever I want to. No consideration of her life or her boundaries or her nothing. As usual, it's all about him. So, so... <sighs> 
emails him briefly and is like, yeah, I'll talk to you after work, whatever. And then she ends up hanging out with Kate and Jose after work and they like, you know, start unpacking because they're at this point, Kate and Anna are in their new apartment. Maybe. No, maybe this is, maybe they're like finishing up packing. Whatever. I don't care. It's not important. She hangs out with Kate and Jose, forgets to, t- to email Christian until late at night, checks her phone to find an angry email, missed calls, angry voicemail from Christian, you know, since he pro- she promised to email him after work and then forgot. The first line of the voicemail is, you need to learn to manage my expectations. No, no, she does not. You need to manage, learn to manage your expectations. That's how that works. She does not need to man, learn to manage shit of yours. Okay? Okay. I get it. It's frustrating when you're like full of NRE and just want to talk to this person nonstop all day, every day, and they say they're gonna call or email or whatever at a certain time and then they forget and you don't hear from them for the next few hours. Like, it it can be stressful. It sucks. I've been there. I get it. But don't put that on her. Don't make that a wrong that she is doing against you. She just fucking forgot. Like, she she is allowed to have a life outside of you. Even you being her dom does not automatically make you her first priority 24-7. Unless, unless, of course, as I always say, unless you guys specifically negotiate that and she is okay with prioritizing you over literally everything else in her life. However... <laughs> Not a lot of subs are going to be willing to do that because believe it or not, people who are submissive, in my experience anyway, tend to actually be extremely motivated and extremely independent outside of that kink dynamic. A lot of us go to submission to get a fucking break from all that. Like, being in charge of your own life is a lot of fucking work. So we go to submission to have a break from that. But outside of that kink, a lot of us have a lot of shit that we want to do with our lives and a lot of shit that we want to do with our time. And so we cannot always come running at your beck and call 24-7, 365. Like, sometimes real life does not work out as perfectly as the fantasy kink that you have in your head. And it it does nobody any good to get mad at your submissive for that kind of thing. Like, she just fucking forgot. I get it. You're upset. But, like, it's not on her. Bro, you need to be able to give her space. Oh yeah, she- so Anna's listening to this voicemail and she thinks, he's smothering me. Yeah, you're absolutely right, he is. He's way the fuck out of line, he is way the fuck overstepping. First of all, you need to run away as fast and far as you possibly can, we've already established this, but barring that, you need to have a very serious discussion with him about the fact that he is smothering you. And of course, even if you try to bring that up, he's not going to let you because we have seen already many times in this book how well that goes whenever she tries to address any of her desires or needs or boundaries or fucking anything in this relationship and he just completely tramples over her. So I'm going to return to the first thing I said, which is run the fuck away. Little writing nitpick, haven't had one of these in a while. They are moved into their new apartment, which Anna describes as their Pike Place Market apartment, which to me implies that their apartment is in Pike Place Market, which 
is not a thing. Your apartment could be across the street from Pike Place Market. It could be looking out onto Pike Place Market, which I do believe she then describes, you know, she has a view of the market from her window or whatever. Later in the chapter, she describes it that way. But just that phrasing, as a native Washingtonian, not my favorite, kind of betrays that, once again, E.L. James did not do the research. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I know, it's a little thing, but that's why I'm here, is to nitpick these books. Oh yeah, so Christian, of course, being the abusive stalker that he is, sends them a housewarming gift before Anna can even tell him her new address. He just found out where she lives. So that's not concerning at all. So it's getting towards the end of the chapter. She goes over to Christian's apartment and he reveals that instead of just having her see his doctor to get birth control, which was the original plan, he has decided to special order her an OBGYN. <laughs> you know, she's like the best in the Seattle area or whatever. And he has just like paid for her to come over to his house and like do a house call on Sunday, which like truly just proves that the uber-rich just live in a different society and by a different set of rules than the rest of us plebs could ever possibly imagine. And he also invites Anna to a family dinner that evening, so that's gonna be the next chapter probably. Or maybe they fuck first and, and that's the next chapter and then the chapter after that is the family dinner. I don't remember. Doesn't really matter. That's on the horizon. Should be a time. Probably not a good time, but a time. But for now, that is where that chapter ends. So, thank you so much for listening to my latest rant. My name is Lee, and you can find my non-sex work social media at allmylinks.com slash leecartist. You can find my sex work social media at allmylinks.com slash candykitten. This podcast can be found at allmylinks.com slash thecurdledpod, and be sure to check the episode description for the spellings on all of those links. Speaking of which, you can find this podcast's Patreon at that last All My Links link, where you can support the podcast monthly in return for some fun, exclusive content. By the time this episode goes public, the October exclusive bonus erotica should be up on the Patreon as well, so be sure to check that out if you are so inclined. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or want to make a one-time donation not through Patreon, you can get in touch with me at curdledinkpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't, don't want to, or don't feel comfortable supporting me monetarily, and trust me, I get it, please rate and or leave a review on your podcatcher of choice, or tell a friend, write a tweet, blog post, whatever you want to do to spread the word about this humble podcast. It seriously helps so much. Thank you so much in advance for doing any or all of that. Our logo is by Reese Jones at tearlessrainart.tumblr.com, and until next time, remember your rack. That's risk-aware consensual kink. Okay, bye! Truly do not know why I said goodbye in that voice. I'm sorry and or you're welcome.
let me pull up my stuff that I say at the end of the episode. 